Morning Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I am your host, Tasha. Happy Wednesday, you guys. Happy 2-22-2023. Although it's not 2-22-2022 like it was last year, it's still a wonderful angel number. So to me, this is what I consider like a, a lucky day, like a blessed day. A perfect day to really use your lucky girl syndrome if you are into that or lucky girl delusion. Um, loving all of that stuff. Um, I have a, um, a wallpaper where I get up and say this pretty much every single day. And it's every, uh, I am so lucky everything works out for me. Uh, miracles always happen for me. Our miracles happen happen for me daily, pretty much, um, as well as um, I'm the luckiest girl alive. So I like to do that. And, you know, of course, you believe it and you act as is. So you guys, oh, my gosh, if you haven't followed me on the at the Charming Libra on um, Instagram, please do. I know it's like ball headed up there and like <laughs> I don't post enough. But I do post stories here and there, and I did post my card read this morning, which was very, very interesting. And I actually recently just bought these cards. Um, it's Zodiac Tarot cards. So you kind of use them in, in a kind of somewhat of a different way than um, regular tarot because it's more like Zodiac based. So it has like some, it has somewhat of the same meaning, the same suits and stuff, but it's definitely more related to like the elements of the Zodiac as well as the signs and stuff like that. So that's why I got it because I felt really connected to it. Um, so I got um, a reading this morning and basically it was, <laughs> I always get nervous when it comes to tarot cards because I, it really bothers me when I get either the death or the devil card. And I know it doesn't mean what it means, but still it just... I, it just kind of makes my skin crawl a little bit. And it's funny because I actually pulled the devil card, the death card and the moon. And so basically how you use those cards, you can use it with uh, dates, they said, but I'm using it more for like, you know, it's like where you're at right now. Uh, the second card is what's blocking you. And the next card is where you need to, um, where, what you need to go to kind of like move forward. And so, um, it was very relevant when I was like reading the meanings and stuff, very relevant for what I'm going through right now. Um, uh, some personal things that like I've mentioned have been just like trying to block me, trying to ruin, ruin my blessings and make me completely just give up on life. But you know, your girl is not like that. You know, I am a fighter. So basically what I got from that reading is like, you know, the devil card represents, it has like two people with loose chains around their neck, meaning that I could basically allow myself to continue to be controlled or I can basically take that fucking thing off my neck and move, move freely. You know, it, that card represents Capricorn and Capricorn is very practical and very, um, you know, very, um, they move, they basically move forward. They're independent and all that stuff. So basically it's time for me to gain my independence. And so with that death card meant basically what's blocking me is basically me still holding on to some things that I have. And it's more so of, 
I realize a generational curse. Um, I'm not going to mention it again. Um, but I'm trying to break this of my family, a, a curse of my family. Um, and it's basically saying that I need to work. That's the shadow work that I need to do. That card represents Scorpio. And what is Scorpio? Scorpio is about digging into the part of ourselves that we don't want to face, you know, the shadow side. And for me to really heal that, you know, family trauma, pretty much. I don't want to say generational curse either, because then that makes it sound like I'm just cursing or not. But that family trauma that we have regarding this specific thing in life, it's time for me to do the shadow work on that. And what is a better season besides, I know, Scorpio season, but also Pisces season, you know, because Pisces is all about, you know, doing the inner work and healing from it. You know what I mean? More of a gentle, compassionate way of healing, which I need to do that. So allowing myself to do that work, dig deep, and also let the old ways die to make room for the new ways, you know, the, the transformation. And then I also pulled the moon card, which in here, it represents Pisces. You know, um, Pisces is all about, of course, again, intuition, compassion, love, and magic. It's ruled by Neptune. Neptune's all about the, you know, the mystery and the spiritual. And so when I do all that, that's when the magic is going to flow. That's when I feel like my intuition, magic, you know, love and compassion for everything will expand, in my opinion, because if you can't get through the shadow shit, you're going to have a hard time hearing your intuition, right? You're going to have a hard time following your intuition because you're so focused on number one, uh, being controlled, you know, like not allowing yourself to have your own mind as well as doing the same shit that's holding you back. So I told you guys, I am not perfect. And I always like, I always let you guys know this, that's why I tell you guys things and I try to give you guys advice <laughs> because I myself am a work in progress. You know, I'm, I myself am doing, doing the damn thing when it comes to shadow work. Shadow work doesn't end in Scorpio season. Shadow work doesn't end where you just do one thing and it, that's it. it. It's more than that, you know, and you have to be okay and allow yourself to feel uncomfortable for a bit. Do I like having to talk about that? family trauma. No, I don't. But I know that in the end, it will truly help me with growth in that aspect, excuse me, in that aspect of life. So with that said, I want to go ahead and jump into, oh God, I always get the hiccups. (laughs) Let me um, drink real quick. Okay. And I also hope you guys can hear me because my lovely cat decided to shred my microphone pretty much. So it's all the wires and stuff right now. So I'm going to have to get another one. I don't know what's wrong with her. She just loves to play with everything I have. So that's just part of life, I guess. But let's go ahead and jump into um, the little sponsors of the day, which is, of course, my own little shop, of course. Um, if you are new here or if you're not, I am, I run a crystal pendant shop. I run Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy. 
I have crystal pendants that I hand wire wrap with high quality wire. Um, I, I have ones with 14K gold filled, sterling silver, pure copper, vintage copper, or for if you're trying to kind of look to save a little money, I have some silver plated um, crystals wrapped in wire that are not non-tarnishing. They're very high quality. You guys, I wear my own pendants a lot. So, um, I sleep in all these things and to the point where sometimes I'll sleep for it. I'll sleep in them for weeks, depending if the crystal is really connected to me. And the only time I take it off is, um, when I shower pretty much. Cause of course you can't get certain crystals wet and we want to be smart. We're not going to like test the thing of, you know, like fucking shit up. So I only take it off the shower and then I put it back on. I sleep, I work out everything in it, you guys, and my shit is still not melted off, not tarnishing out or nothing. So I'm not saying like be reckless with it, but for so far for me, I've used it. I wear oils, you know, for the skin and as well as perfume. And again, I haven't had an issue, uh, lotions and stuff. Um, so that's how like very sure I am of my work. Um, and also, um, I sell home decor. If you are just into just having crystals in your home, like in certain spots, I don't have many of those because, um, they just haven't really sold the first batch sold like completely, but this, this batch, which I'm surprised, I'm really surprised that it's still up there, especially the van and I, I am just blown away. Like I've been tempted just to take that shit off and keep it myself. But um, I know that eventually someone is going to want it as well as a very high quality um, citrine from the Congo in Africa, the Dominican of the Congo. Beautiful citrine. Um, There's also a smoky quartz with red epido in it. You guys, I mean, a big ass like um, not huge, huge, but a a apophyllite zeolite stone like you guys, I'm telling you deals and I currently have 10% off of everything in the store, but, um, I just want to say again and remind everyone again that, cause I said it in the last episode that after February is done, um, I will not be doing a sale for a while. Um, as well as prices will be going up. You guys, crystals are, <sighs> You know, it really sucks in a way because it's become so mainstream that um, and because of, you know, wars and stuff going on, certain crystals are becoming extremely expensive to receive. So, like, I'm telling you guys right now, I have a um, Herkimer diamond up there that is beautiful. It's wrapped in um, silver. You guys, Herkimer diamonds have exploded in price. So if it's not bought now, um, and I believe it's only $55, if, I, if I'm not wrong up there right now, plus, and that's without 10% off, so it's probably like 40 something. If it's not bought by then, it's going to raise way more. Herkimer diamond has exploded especially if you want good quality high quality and I that's all I offer um I didn't realize why because I actually had went to one of my um, crystal people who I work with uh to get crystals and they were telling me uh straight up like because I had um 
bought a little tiny one for myself, you know, just to put in my space and everything. And I was like, ooh, I was like, what's going on? Why is it so, like, more pricey than normal, especially for a small one? And she was like, oh, um, it, you know, it has exploded in price. Um, even, you know, just to get a, a mini one like that or even something a little bigger or more is, like, over, like, $100 now. And that's because I was like, well, why? And that's because the person that owns the mine that we go through um, it's, I didn't realize this, but it's a very hard crystal to mine. It, it, I guess it just grows in like the crack of something where, um, you have to really like, you have to be careful how you get out. It's a lot of work, put it like that. So now I guess people are just like, Hey, you know, like people are buying it. And so it's a lot of work. So like they have to raise the price. So when that happens and as small businesses have to do the same thing. So, um, you know, there's like tanzanite that's hard to get a hold of now because, um, where it grows or where it comes from, as well as, um, I believe seraphonite is another one that's been hard to get, uh, due to, um, you know, wars in Russia and Ukraine and stuff. Some like crystals that come from there, it's hard to get now because of that. So, or they're not being shipped at all. So, um, plus, um, I've just been, I'm very compassionate and I do this because I love to do it, but I'm also putting my own money into it. I'm, I'm putting not only what I get from being sold, um, back into the business, but I'm also having to add money because I'm still, you know, I'm still pretty new. You know, I, I'll be officially a year old, um, on, I believe March 2nd. And that's why the Pisces new moon was so special for me because last year is when I opened my shop on the Pisces new moon. But, um, I, I, I try to, you know, like I try to help people and, you know, I get messages where people will ask me, Oh, can you do this? And I'm like, Oh sure. And I'm, you know, I'll like not even charge them extra or something like that. And then, you know, Etsy and all of that stuff will just drain like fees are crazy. So I end up not really making a profit from it as well as just, I'm being, you know, I'm, I'm a very nice person and I, I love, I know that whenever I ship off crystals and stuff that, um, it's going to do a lot of good for the person who purchases it. When it catches someone's eye, you know, crystals link up to your energy. And if it catches your eye, it's meant, it means it wants to work with you. And so I use high quality stones. Um, I do, you know, I just do a lot of things and I've been getting screwed over by some stuff, you know, like I get a lot of people who are like, oh, can you find me this? And then can you create it this way? And so, you know, I, some of the crystals that are requested, I have to go out of town for those, right? I, um, I just... You know, I, I have to go out of town for those and I'm sorry I'm making this a, a thing, but I just kind of, um, I just kind of want to just give people a heads up, but I have to go out of town for these things. And then, so I end up using, and they want gold. So I end up using gold that the, the wire for gold is it's expensive as fuck. I'm not kidding for only like 15, uh, feet. 
that shit is like $86. If you want more than that, it's more, it's over a hundred dollars. So it's not cheap, you guys. And by all means, I, I want, I want, I'm trying to make it easier for people to, to receive what they want. Um, and you know, I'll, I'll make these stones and then someone's like, Oh, I changed my mind or, Oh, I didn't know the shipping was going to cost, you know, or not shipping, but the taxes was going to add up. And it's just like, what, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, that's something you need to figure out before you ask someone to create something. Right. And it's like, I, I love creating things for people. I really do. Um, and it's just like, uh, it's pretty much like a, it, it fucks me over because I, I put my money into it first. So now I'm at the point where I can no longer just do that. You have to pay me first before I create anything because that, that is just a waste of supplies. Um, eventually like I'll put it up, you know, or sometimes I'll just hold it to see if the person, you know, like if they're like, oh, can you hold it? for me. And then when I get paid or something, I'll hold it and then ghost. I don't ever hear from them again. And I'm not someone like, sometimes I'll ask a person like, Oh, are you still interested? Like I've done that before. And they're like, Oh, um, no, I just forgot to, you know, contact you and said, never mind. I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, come on people. Like I, I, you know, I used to wonder why people would do that. And now I know why. So, yeah, if you want something custom made, you have to pay me first Um, or at least have a down payment. Um, And then, like, especially if it's a crystal I have to find that I don't have in my own stash or something, then I'll do half payment that way. Like, if I can't find it, then I'll just refund you your half payment. But other than that, once I find the stone and everything, then before I make it, you have to give me the rest of the amount and then go from there. But... Yeah, so prices are going to be going up. Crystals are going up as well as all supplies. So I have to just go with what, you know, what's happening. And major inflation is happening with everything. So um, it's not going to be like insane amounts. But I'm telling you now that like things that like it's going to be it's going to be like I think if it's 55 now for the Herkimer, it's most likely going to go to. Uh, 70 and the things made in gold is probably going to be like around um, like 80s 90s and 200s now so just letting you guys know um, I was actually this was actually told to me also by a business uh, mentors that I contact that you know they said I'm I'm not going to really make a profit because I'm selling myself short and I'm basically doing a lot of work and I'm doing all this stuff and um I'm kind of lowering myself by kind of being desperate in a way. Um, And I don't want to say I'm desperate, but I just, I don't like to be money hungry either. You know what I mean? So that's just what that is. So if you're interested now, the sell ends on February 28th. So I highly recommend you jump into getting it. Um, It's Alari Sky Jewelry on Etsy, A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry. Uh, again, go to the Etsy search engine to look, click when you get to the search search engine, go to the left side of it. I think there should be a little arrow on the search engine where it says find shop, type in my name and I will pop up. So, um, 
take advantage of the sale and the prices where they're at right now. And I currently have uh, another, a, a one more green apophyllite up there. That's been like a huge thing. Everyone's been loving. I think I'm going to try and go get more if there's still some available, but it's out of town because I noticed that's pretty much becoming a bestseller for me. Um, I had a wonderful amount of sales in February, which I loved. Um, and it just, you know, I'm, I actually had, uh, have gotten devices for me to do on the go selling, such as like events and all that stuff. So I'm working to do that because, um, I've been selling not only on Etsy now, but on Feb, uh, February on Facebook. So I realized there's more profit in expanding myself than just only Etsy. Uh, so yeah, just take a look at it and yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and jump into this episode. Of course, this is the opening episode for the Pisces natal moons, which I am one myself, you guys, and I'm sure a lot of us are. You guys really love the Pisces, uh, new moon meditation that that exploded, you guys. That's that's almost probably like going to be on one of my. Um, I won't be surprised by the end of the year again when they do like uh, which episode has the most like listens. I think that one's going to probably be up there because it's uh, the the Leo. Uh, I think the very first meditation I did, which is the Lion's Gate, is one of the highest meditations. But the uh, a lot of the meditations have a lot of listening, uh, listeners and stuff, but this Pisces new moon, I think really struck everyone with how healing it was and stuff. So it truly jumped and I was like, wow, I woke up the next day. I was like, oh my gosh, look how many people listen to that. It's crazy. So like hundreds of you listen to that, you know, but, um, yeah, so Let's go ahead and jump in. You guys know that I read from three books during the beginning of it. So I'm going to read from the Judy Hall's Crystal Zodiac. Use verse notes to enhance your life. Uh, Moonwise by Daniel Farr and Moon Power um, by Lori Reed. So first, before I get into the books, I just want to give another opening kind of, of Pisces season. So this is not only the certain signs of, you know, the Pisces. This is just any Pisces placement. At least for me, I love this season because it's like Pisces is in my top three. And, you know, anytime a sign's in your top three, it's pretty much a big part of you. So usually Libra season, Pisces season, and Leo season is my thing because I'm a Leo rising. Um, if you are a Leo rising, you are experiencing this season through your eighth house, <laughs> Um, yeah, so this is a very deep, (laughs) very intense transiting time for us, um, as well as our moon signs or, and whatever's aspecting to that. So like for me, I've just been extremely sensitive, like overly sensitive. So, um, when it came to the new moon, there was, you know, Pisces, uh, sun, moon, Venus, and Neptune. I was so overstimulated. You guys, like my intuition was overly heightened. Like my body just was tingly all over. And I was, you know, I'm still connected to that aquamarine, but I feel like I needed to kind of with so much sensitivity, 
I had to kind of change it up a bit. Um, I, I was, I had switched it up to, uh, an amethyst right now, um, to kind of give me calming. And I had a Lemurian quartz I was wearing with it, but unfortunately I felt like that was, you know, that's very, you know, like quartz in general just amplifies any crystal. And so it was my crown chakra, my crown chakra was way too opened. And whenever my crown chakra is too open, my headaches are nasty. Um, I get nasty headaches and it's just overwhelming. So I was like, oh, I think I'm going to, um, I can't, I don't think I can wear two like crown and, um, third eye chakras at the same time. So, um, right now I am wearing the amethyst. Um, but most likely I'm going to go back to my, um, my, um, what do you call it? Aquamarine because you know, my throat chakra and I need courage, um, a lot lately, but I also am going to be wearing a grounding stone, uh, which is the black tourmaline that I have created. So, um, that will be, that will kind of help ground like, you know, me a little bit and not have me like, Ooh, like all the way in my head. Cause I've just been like way over in that too much, but Anyways, um, Pisces season is just, you know, it's very, it's very healing. And again, in my eighth house, it's, it's makes me more intense. So a lot of the healing for me involves the eighth house. So whatever Pisces is in for you, that's the area of life you should be focusing on. I feel like during this, during this season, I know I am. So eighth house is all about, you know, it's the house of transformation, sex and money. So this is a time for me to, um, really heal money issues or any kind of uh, money. Cause it's definitely like more like other people's money or like, you know, like, uh, inheritance, inheritances and stuff like that, like things like that. But it definitely has to do with money. It's another money house. So I'm looking at really healing some um, money um, issues that I haven't perhaps uh, focused on going deeper, I guess you could say, because again, this is the house of transformation. So transforming thoughts around money, transforming and healing thoughts around money, uh, transforming and healing, you know, things when it comes to, um, you know, like not really like, I guess like sexual things as well, I guess you can say, but I don't really have any issues with sexual stuff. I guess like more so with myself, I guess you can say, and definitely allowing like myself to really delve into like the spiritual aspect, healing and intuition part, because the eighth house is also of magic and the occult and stuff and all that stuff. So, um, I'm definitely going to be healing and, um, really, uh, basically really using like my, um, enhanced intuition as well as, um, any magical abilities, you know, like things like that, really allowing myself to not be afraid of that aspect of me, but, you know, just really embracing it really nourishing ourselves. You know, Pisces is just about healing in general, it's really about going inward, really, you know, like leaning into the spiritual aspect of ourself. And so 
highly recommend for us to be doing that. Plus it's winter time. So we have to get ourselves prepared for Aries season. So Pisces is the last zodiac sign, you guys, which is insane. The last wheel of the zodiac, um, meaning that everything needs to be, you know, like transcending, going with the flow, you know, moving into a higher consciousness, you know, really allowing ourselves to use and, you know, like make decisions through our intuition, really allowing ourselves to feel and heal pretty much, right? Receiving, not really doing too much, you guys, but really receiving, really allowing ourselves to just kind of like let things come to us. Like, you know, Pisces season is, you know, usually about, you know, Pisces energy is very sacrificial and loves to help. And while it's okay to give again, you know, make sure you are allowing yourself to receive as well, or else you're just going to be burned out and you're, you know, you're not going to have much boundaries. you got to make sure you maintain boundaries during this time um, as well and really protect your energy, you know, like Pisces, you know, anything is just very sensitive. We feel things, you know, that others may not really feel and it can just be overwhelming. I know it can be for me. That's why I I needed to make sure to move more towards, um, protective kind of, um, practices. That's why, um, you know, amethyst is a protective stone for very powerful protective stone for Pisces as well as, um, black tourmaline or, you know, like, um, black tourmaline is a more soft, um, grounding stone. Um, so I think it does very well for Pisces, uh, as well, which I'm going to be putting up a, a black tourmaline into my shop, but I do have a amethyst up there. So highly recommend, um, it's a very powerful stone for all Pisces and definitely Pisces moons. It's, um, a protection stone spiritually and everything. So definitely look into that, but let's go ahead and jump into it. If you want to know more about what I feel about Pisces season, definitely listen to the previous episode. Uh, that's when I went more in depth. I feel like, um, when it comes to that, really just allowing ourselves to protect our energy, you know, our spirits, you know, our souls really just really using your intuition and allowing yourself to lean into the feminine. The divine feminine is truly what Pisces, what will work best for Pisces season. And I mentioned that, um, (laughs) I want to do a, um, 75 soft for Pisces season and your girl completely forgot. And when I went to post my card reading on the charming Libra, Instagram, I was like, oh my God, the last one I have up there is the Scorpio one. So I will be making that today and putting that up there so that if you guys would like to follow me, you can follow me and do it. Uh, Because again, this is about, I'm using this time to really be soft and really be in my feminine and really heal and nourish my body, mind and soul. Um, Really allowing myself to be in that receiving energy because, you know, it's hard for me to. I'm so you know, used to doing the masculine stuff where I'm just like, do, do, do. But Pisces season is not so much of that. Like I said, you can do things. Don't just like completely lay around, but it's definitely more of like 
just allowing yourself to receive before Aries season comes in. And that's when you really like start charging toward things, you know, so and spring, spring is about growth, new, uh, you know, renewal and healing as well. So, all right, let's go ahead and jump into it. You guys, I'm so excited. Um, of course, you know, since I live and experience life as a Pisces moon, I'm going to know way more about it. So don't feel like, oh, you didn't talk that much on the other one, but you know, yeah, it's just like, I know things about it, but if you experience it more, you kind of have more of an idea of what they're talking about because I don't have the experience of an Aquarius moon. So I, you know, like, and I don't really have many friends, I think with Aquarius moons, I have some, but not very many, um, but, um, I have a lot of Pisces friends. So birthdays again are coming up again. Um, I have a few friends that's coming up actually this weekend, um, and everything. So, <laughs> and in March, so it, it's just like, I'm surrounded by Pisces. I love you guys, but I am also a Pisces moon. So I'll, you know, of course have more say so. So let's go ahead and jump into the crystals that are amazing for us Pisces moons. So moon and Pisces, our moon crystal is amethyst. Does not surprise me. Our intuition crystal is celestite. I actually just put that on my shop. So go ahead and get it. Um, our lunar crystal is angelite, <clears throat> adventurine, blue lace agate, boji stones, celestite, Chia Stellite, Chrysoprase, Chymophane, Danburite, Fire Agate, Fluorite, Fuchsite, Jasper, Kunzite, Magnezite, Morganite, Opal Aura Quartz, um, Rhodochrosite, Ruby and Zoisite, Selenite, Sunstone, and tiger's eye. So those are very interesting. Um, sunstone, especially that's that, that's actually good to know because that's also, that's also good for Leo. And lately I've been actually feeling kind of like called to use that, but I'm going to use that more so with an airy season for me, because I don't know. I feel like when I use fire stones and fire seasons, it, it, you know, it gives me that energy like it does, um, same with like carnelian and fire agate is actually another one. Um, so, um, I'm going to use those more so when it gets toward Aries season, you know, to kind of help enhance like my moon and everything. But, um, other than that, uh, yeah, all these are, a lot of these are available in my shop. Just go take a look. Um, but let's go ahead and jump in. So your moon crystal Amethyst is a wonderfully protective and cleansing crystal that brings you tranquility and peace. It encourages you to develop common sense and to become more emotionally centered and focused. So <laughs> it's funny that it said that, but I can't tell you guys enough that Amethyst, it, it like during the, like during this time, especially as an eighth house uh, Pisces, if you're like an eighth house Pisces. Uh, 12th house. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So you definitely just want to really watch out with that. Cause those like, that's the rulership of the house of the 12th house. 
and eighth house are those are just very deep, 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 deep placements when it comes to having a water sign in it. Uh, but definitely get yourself some out of this, you guys, like for sure. Okay, so positive Pisces moon qualities. With the moon and receptive Pisces, you are a deeply caring and empathetic person who has the ability to move between everyday consciousness and spiritual awareness. Although you need to be aware of a tendency of a tendency to gullibility. Gosh, this is so mean. This is so sad, though. It's not sad. I mean, like, I tell people that, like, people say things sometimes. I'm like, really? And they're like, girl, I'm like, I'm gullible. I'm sorry. Your strong, developed intuition gives you enormous psychic gifts. Amethyst is an excellent stone for you as it focuses your vision and enhances your love of the divine. You tend to confuse pity with love and sympathy with empathy. But if you develop your your capacity for deep emotional sharing, you can be of enormous, an enormous help to other people. Aventurine is an excellent stone for promoting your compassion. So um, basically what we have to watch out for you guys, like Pisces moons, you know, we, we can confuse pity with love, like being with someone that you're not really into because you think you love them. But in a way, it's more like, oh, I feel bad for them and I don't want them to, you know, like I want to help them. Um, kind of like a savior complex, pretty much, which we got to be pretty careful with. And same with sympathy for empathy. Like we may more so feel like bad for that person, but we don't really understand, you know, like what it is, you know, that they're going through. Right. So be wise of that really kind of tap into yourself and really ask yourself, you know, am I empathetic of this person or, you know, am I do I love this person or is this coming more, more from like sympathy and pity of where I just want to more so help them, which in a way is not healthy for the person because then that's like leading them on. And you notice how Pisces get a very nasty, um, uh, stereotype of kind of leading people on because they'll be with someone, but then they're like falling in love with the actual person they want to be with. Yeah, um, they're like Pisces have the, you know, they're known as always falling in love with everyone or cheating and all that stuff. And so I can kind of see how that happens because, again, that's leading someone on and all that stuff. And aventurine, um, I know that green aventurine is like wonderful for like luck and stuff. And I believe it, the element of it is water. So it doesn't say if it's green, red or whatever. So I guess it's just any kind of aventurine you could use. Um, if you're interested in knowing that, so <clears throat> explore your hidden needs. Uh, one of your most powerful needs is to be needed. You experience yourself through emotional interaction with other people and receive your emotional satisfaction through helping. So this is huge. And I want you guys to kind of keep that in mind because after I'm done with this episode later on today, I'm going to record the, um, prosperity placements, uh, of, you know, things that will help you be prosperous using astrology. And you have to kind of be aware of what your sign kind of represents. And yeah, Pisces, you guys know, 
And I have Virgo in as well. Like, I love to help people. I love to, like, I really generally emotionally connect. Like, if I emotionally connect with someone, you you got me, right? You really do got me because that's how I feel. And I just usually feel everything that you're feeling. And I really feel like I just want to be there for you and do anything I can to help you. So, um. Again, be careful with that because that's when like we will stay in shitty situations because we're like, well, we I have to save this person, and you can't always you can't help those who don't want to help themselves. Put it like that. That's like the boundary you have to keep. It says your moon your moon is highly sensitive and real life is a little too harsh for you, so you seek solace in fantasy or a bottle. Um, and that means obviously like Pisces energy is very well known for when we're overwhelmed, we want to escape. And unfortunately, in my opinion, this is the sign that falls into alcohol over like over having too much alcohol consumption as well as drugs, unfortunately, which I hope no one's doing that. I really do. If you're having, if you're feeling really overwhelmed and sensitive with life, please go to a therapist and talk to them or something because that is one thing I've noticed is that a lot of my Piscean people that I know or even Piscean people I know of a lot of them when a lot of them are just you know they drink like a fish that's (laughs) that saying is not there for nothing you know Pisces is the fish and they just seem to like drink their sorrows away and it's just really sad, um, as well as drugs, you know, and I don't ever want to see someone fall down that path. I would hope that someone would like really get help before then. And yeah, so really get help if you're struggling with that, please. I'm asking you. And if you know of a friend, you know, I just hope that eventually they can be encouraged or, you know, like eventually realize that they, There's other things besides drugs and alcohol that can help them, you know, deal with um, being too sensitive and overwhelmed with life. Okay, you long for self-immolation within the divine or union with another soul. This is a symbiotic moon and you seek an emotionally melded partnership. Searching for the perfect relationship, you often settle for less but find it difficult to separate from previous lovers. Rhodochrosite promotes selfless love and compassion. Uh, like links into unconditional love while celestite and chrysoprase bring about a strong connection to the divine. Ruby and Zoysite promotes your individuality while retaining interconnectedness with the rest of humanity. You are subject to overwhelming needs as your emotions are powerful currents that pull you this way and that without, without thought or, or reason. Lacking boundaries, you are actually aware of other people's pain and are invaded by their thoughts and feelings. Fluorite helps to discern when outside influences are at work within yourself and shuts off psychic manipulation and undue mental influence. This protective stone makes you more aware of spiritual realities. Constructing strong boundaries for yourself is important and Kunzite imparts the ability to be self-contained even in a crowd as it strengthens the subtle energy fields around your body. Now, I feel like Kunzite, too, it's a wonderful, it's like um, one of the best um, stones for heart healing. It actually helps you kind of express divine love. So um, it's a, 
I, I connected to that stone for a while, um, a while ago. And it was really what I needed at the time. Cause I was having a hard time expressing like my heart chakra and needed heart healing. Um, overcome emotional blocks. Your strongest tapes centered around victim, maytire, savior, rescuer. Um, and the delusions and deceptions that accompany this, although there may well be karma around white lies, given your tendency to self-sacrifice and self-immolation, Morganite is useful as it clears victim mentality and prevents you taking on the suffering of others. You have difficulty saying no and make sacrifices for others, and Sunstone removes these tendencies. So <clears throat> though that would probably be a good pair to wear, <clears throat> anyone, if like a uh, Morganite. And a sunstone, um, that would probably be a very powerful, like, thing for Pisces moon to wear. Um, okay, so this is the escapist moon, and you may well find yourself caught up in addictions or compulsions of all kinds. Fire agate is excellent for alleviating cravings and addictions. Guilt, your strongest emotional blockage is an underlying cause of addiction. It is alleviated with the assistance of Chias delight Jasper encourages you to be honest with yourself, drawing your attention to any self-deception, and Gold Tiger's Eye helps to make decisions from a place of reason rather than emotion. Boji stones hold you gentle incarnation and dissolve blockages in the subtle bodies that surround your physical body. Blue Lace Agate is particularly useful for helping Pisces moon men to accept their extreme sensitivity and emotionality. You know, um, the gold tiger's eye, maybe that's something I need because I, I was actually, um, something I was, um, <clears throat> journaling about, about how my emotions are so, my emotions basically decide my decisions and sometimes that can work out in a favor, but a lot of the times when it comes to like eating and stuff, and money, it, it fucks me on that because I'll, I'll, if I feel sad, I'll either be like, oh, I need to go on a shopping. I need to go shopping and I'll get things that I don't need. Um, or I'll eat things like cakes and donuts and stuff when I'm feeling down because it gives me that quick fix of like that. Oh, everything's good in the world. And then I have a horrible crash and I feel like shit and that's not cool. So Perhaps maybe I need to be working with that too. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so nurture yourself. People with strong Pisces moon tend to feed off other people, especially through a strong emotional bond. What would genuinely nurture you is you is union with your divine self, and this is promoted by meditating with opal aura quartz. Um, I actually just bought some of those, you guys, because that's... Um, it's very, it's very pretty. Um, but you guys know that when it comes to aura quartz, that's like an actual, it's like gold or silver or whatever that's been added to the stone to bring out the color. So I don't mind still working with those. Um, I saw a lot of people actually, um, enjoy that. So I, I think I ordered like one or two of them and they should be coming soon. Um, but they're very beautiful, and so I think you guys will be interested. 
uh, if you're into that. Um, I don't mind using stones that have been enhanced as long as it's still like an original stone and it's like a gold or silver is still part of a real metal. So um, that doesn't bother me. Okay, so develop your intuition. The ethereal blue crystals of Celestite are imbued with divine energies that impel you towards enlightenment and union with the divine. This beautiful stone has the power to contact angels, particularly in its compacted form. Angelite. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's interesting. It stimulates clairvoyant communication, aids dream recall, and teaches trust in the wisdom of the divine. This stone holds the vision of total harmony and peaceful coexistence for whole of creation. Your Pisces moon past lives. So with the moon in Pisces, your past life roles could well have been that of the sailor, the fisherman, and the mystic. You have had religious lives and ones closely connected with the sea. An artist at heart, you could well have been a poet. Pisces moon previous lives strongly feature the victim may tire savior syndrome this is the stuff we got to watch out for guys confusing pity with love and wanting to atone you desired to take uh, you desired to take on the suffering of others in a positive way but the reality was more often the may tire or the victim fuchsia is excellent for dealing with many aspects of your past it is essential for those who automatically move into savior or rescuer mode and then quickly become victims that is that <laughs> That definitely was me. Um, and still, I feel like sometimes happens a little bit. Combating repeating patterns of de dependence and codependence, Fuchsite releases both souls to their own pathway. Selenite accesses the plan for the present life and pinpoints lessons still being worked on, showing how they can be resolved. Okay, so unconditional love ritual to access unconditional love, you will need a piece of ethereal dandelion. Hold the crystal in your hands and allow your eyes to travel into. Into its brilliant dust, this stone takes you on a journey through the celestial realms. Close your eyes and quietly attune to the to the crystal, filling into energy, living, uh, living, lifting you to the highest possible vibration. Let this pure vibration flow through your hands, up your arms, and into your heart, and then up into the higher heart chakra, just above the heart. Be aware that cosmic light is flooding you, flooding into your higher chakra, higher heart chakra. As the energy reaches your higher, your higher heart chakra, like, geez, <laughs> tongue twisters here. Place the Dan bright over it. Fill the, fill the chakra open and expand. With this cosmic light comes the sensitive, comes the serenity of unconditional love. Bathe yourself in this love. Say to yourself, I, I welcome spiritual love into my heart and into my life. I reach out to the angels and to all the higher beings and ask that I will be open to unconditional love and internal wisdom. When you have finished the ritual, bring your attention back into your physical body. Be aware of your feet on the floor and your connection to the earth. Allow unconditional love to flow into the earth so that it may be carried to whenever it is needed. Take a deep breath. Bring your attention firmly back into the room. Then let, then let up and move around. Wrap the dandelion safely and place it under your pillow. Meditate with it daily. So, yes, um, that is it for that aspect of the show. So let's go ahead and jump into moon power. Oh, I still, I just, I cannot believe that. I just cannot believe we're in Pisces season, guys. 
I cannot believe it at all. So, Okay, so Moon and Pisces. Key character points. Your instinctive response is gentle and sympathetic. Your best characteristics are creative, talent, and an ability to empathize with others. Your negative qualities are moodiness and a tendency to play the victim. <laughs> you dislike aggression in any form. You need understanding and support. You must learn to live in the real world. So, story of my fucking life, but yeah, <clears throat> we do, right? Because living in the fantasy world is not going to get you anywhere. And as well as playing that motherfucking victim, the victim shit has to go. That is the one thing that Pisces is known for and is actually getting a lot of hate for in like my little astrology groups that I'm in. People are shitting on Pisces right now. It's like every single time, like there's a new, I don't know. I feel like it's always like Gemini's, Scorpio's, Libra's, Capricorns and Pisces that just get they just get shit on but anyway let's go ahead and jump on this um okay so people who are born with the moon and Pisces are tender flowers who need careful nurturing and protection Belonging to this sign means that you are trusting and somewhat naive, dreamy, romantic, and compassionate. You fantasize a fairy tale world that is far removed from the harsh realities of everyday life as you can make it. The moon in this placement works on your emotions, making you ultra sensitive by sending overwhelming tidal waves of feeling through your heart. To hurt or offend others is your greatest fear. To find love and serenity is your dearest wish. Yes, yeah, so... <laughs> No one likes to hurt anybody's feelings. You know, Pisces are just gentle creatures. Um, but we also, there's ways to say things without hurting someone's feelings. And some people, if they're very selfish and narcissistic and an asshole, it doesn't matter how you say it. If they're not, if they're, if you're not letting them use and abuse you, they'll just think you're an asshole anyway. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's the kind of difference we need to kind of look at here. Like you, you can always say your piece nice and sweet. And that's what I try to do. I'm trying to be nice whenever I tell somebody no or something like that. But I've had people who just think that I'm just bitchy because they can no longer use me like they, like they were doing at the time when I was unbeknownst. You know, um, I always call myself out when I, you know, like when things like that happen and, you know, before I, you know, I would always be like, well, oh, woe is me and stuff like that. And I still kind of do that in certain situations, but I definitely know like, Hey, I allowed this person to do this. And, you know, that's, that part is my fault because I didn't hold boundaries sooner than I should have, you know what I mean? So uh, just know that, just know that you have to protect yourself. You have to protect your own heart energy and everything. And if we're always worried about hurting people, which people don't give a shit about hurting us, right? That's the conclusion I've came to. People don't give a fuck about telling me no. People don't give a fuck about saying, Oh no, you this and that. But if I do it, like the world ends, right? That's, it's just weird. And basically you, like I said, you can't, 
you can't allow yourself to dwell on that and and basically not say anything. So just kind of like my, um, you know, my thoughts. <sighs> okay, lifestyle. The Piscean moon at home. When the strong creative talents that are bound up with your with your moon sign, your home will be tastefully decorated and are, and artistically inspired. Love of music and an appreciation of the arts will be in evidence. You are drawn to water and ideally should try to live by a river or near the sea. I would love that. I really would. Um, okay, so your sun and moon sign combination chart. So this shows just how well your outward persona, sun sign, and inner personality, moon sign, are integrated. Your moon and Pisces with. So it goes through all 12 of the zodiac signs. So this is a Pisces moon with whatever sun sign you are. So... Of course, it goes, it has a star rating. So one star means highly subjective, meaning that it ain't, it ain't great together. At odds with yourself means that it's, you know, not really good, but you're kind of like, it's like you're fighting yourself pretty much. Three stars means needs to work toward achieving inner balance, meaning you're, you know, you're working on it, but it's, you know, it has some toughness in it. Four stars means in harmony, meaning it's working great. And five stars, of course, is strongly integrated, meaning that you are at one with yourself, in my opinion. So if your sun sign is in Aries, your combination keynotes are resilient and your star rating is two at odds with yourself. If your sun sign is in Taurus, your combination keynotes is creativity, talented, and you have a three star rating. Um meaning that you need to, you need to work toward achieving inner balance. Uh, Gemini, if your son's in Gemini, combination keynote storyteller, also three stars, which I'm assuming is three stars because it's mutable energy. So it still kind of has like that freedom kind of. If your son is in cancer, it means you have nurturing instinct and you, honey, are a five-star rating. Um, your son in Leo, you're known as the romantic combination keynotes. Your star rating is three. If you're Virgo, combination keynotes is perceptive and that's a two star rating. And I think because of that, for one, it's, it's an opposition, obviously, but it's because Virgo is more of a, um, logical person. And I think having a Pisces moon would, it, it would be like fighting, It'd be hard to be, um, you know, it's like basically fighting yourself because Pisces likes to, you know, think and more, they just use their intuition and their emotions. And that's not really a Virgoan thing. Libra, if your son is in Libra, which is me, combination keynotes is we're dreamy and we are four star baby. That means in harmony, honey. Uh, Scorpio, if your son is Scorpio, a combination keynotes is psychoanalytic. And that makes you a five star. Uh, if your son is in Sagittarius, combination keynotes is far ranging. That is a three star. If your son is in Capricorn, combination keynotes is reserved. That's a two star. Uh, if your son is in Aquarius, you're committed. And that is two stars. And if your son is in Pisces, <laughs> your combination keynotes is vulnerable. And that is a one star, meaning that is not a good placement. It was just too watery, I guess. Um, okay, so 
It says you and your family. For some reason, you may not have been so close to your mother as you think a parent and child should be. There may have been difficulties and disappointments or rejections early in your life. And since it's crucial for you to feel strongly bonded to a family group, this apparent lack of understanding or acceptance would have bruised your tender sensitivities and diminished your self-confidence. To your own family, you are selflessly loving and happiest when you are sharing everything you have with those you love. So I actually had an amazing, um, amazing relationship with my mom. My mom is a Scorpio sun and a Pisces moon as well. So um, I just, we are like besties, but also like, I know the line, she's definitely my mother, but we have like this like friendship, but I know, you know, there is a line drawn. I would never disrespect my mom. I don't cuss in front of my mom. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. Because I just, that's just me not saying if you do it that you're, you know, I, that's your business. But just for me, I just don't like to cuss around her. I just don't. Um, so, um, but we have an amazing relationship. But it says um, at work, employees with the moon in Pisces make valuable team members, always eager to help and to please their colleagues. As one of these, you, pos- you positively flower in a support group of people. A creative environment is essential for you, and so, and so work in the music industry, the fashion business, or in the arts would be ideal. Psycholog- I mean, alternatively, you are also drawn to counseling, psychology, or psychotherapy, French medicine, or alternative therapies also suit your talents. Wow, so that makes a lot of sense, because obviously you guys know that that's what I'm going for. Like I have a bachelor's in psychology. I'm actually going to be a therapist with my master's degree, like counseling pretty much. And eventually, um, I might still go for my doctoral, but right now I'm going to be a therapist. So interesting. Plus I love alternative medicines. You guys know this, so I love it. It says unwind by meditating or taking a walk. Very vital, you guys, um, because that truly is what really makes me feel centered is when I'm out in nature walking or meditating. I have to meditate. That's part of my routine daily. I have to do it. Um, As well as I wanted to touch on the work thing is um, we are huge team players, but don't be like me. And because you get close with your colleagues And when you get promoted, you actually decline it because you don't want to step on toes of your colleagues that were there longer than you. And then when they do give it to the colleague you mentioned, then that colleague turns on you and treats you like shit. (laughs) Be careful with that, okay? Because that's what happened to me. And I was like, wow, I literally gave this to the devil. So, um, yeah, you you just got to, you know, be careful with trying to please everybody all the time. So yeah, anyways, so money matters. The least money conscious of all the moon signs. When you have any cash, you tend to give it away to those you think are more deserving than yourself. Oh, story of my life. A partner who will wisely take your finances in hand for you would be greatly appreciated. Um, I do. I donate to the church, of course, and I do give money to people that I see on the street. Um, but I'm not to the point where I'm like going to like go broke over it though. But I, I do, um, and same with like, if like friends or somebody needs me or they need to borrow money, I, I do offer that. So 
be careful with that. Have boundaries with it. But yeah, if you suffer where you're just giving everything away and you're not having anything, definitely look at allowing your, um, I'm not going to say, <laughs> I'm not going to say boyfriend or anything. Cause, uh, <laughs> I just don't, that's just my personal belief is that, um, I don't think if you're not married to someone, unless you're, you guys consider each other married, you don't have to have a piece of paper or nothing, but if this is, hasn't been someone you've been with for a very long time and you guys are pretty much basically like married in spirit, don't be letting no motherfuckers that you just started dating for two, three months or less or any, even a, <clears throat> a year, excuse me, <clears throat> hold your fucking money. And especially if they're not even good at it, um, yourself, their selves do not, don't do that because then now you got two people blowing money. Um, Somebody tried to do that shit to me when I was younger. Like, I was only with this person for, at the moment, for only, I think it was like a year. I think, yeah, I think it was about a year, a year and a half. And they had the nerve to say that they were going to start taking over my money while I was working. My check, like when I get paid, I had to bring my check home to them. And they'll, they'll do what they, uh, and they'll, and they'll use it to, um, pay for things and stuff. When this person themselves, when they, whenever they got money, it burned a hole in their pocket. Right. So I was like, automatically, I was like, you got me fucked up. I was like, you're not going to take my money. You don't even know how to handle money yourself. It'd be different. if this person knew the ins and out of finance, but I'm not giving my money to, for some, first of all, it's someone I'm not married to second someone who is not good at money themselves. And third, for someone I haven't really been with that, that long, because you don't know if this person is going to haul off with it or say they're doing stuff for you. The next thing you know, you get a bill and you owe like thousands of dollars or something, or your credit cards aren't being paid or whatever. So be aware of that. Just take that in mind. Health notes, in one way or another, the feet are frequently a source of problems for the Pisces moon individuals. So this is very true. So like me, I am a Pisces moon and I have flat feet. Uh, I also have a friend who is a Pisces sun. She too has flat feet. <laughs> so usually if you have some kind of Pisces um, uh, placement and your big three, <clears throat> check your feet. Or you might, you may not have flat feet. You could have like pain or some kind of issue with it. But, um, a lot, uh, most that I've heard, um, and I think I'm going to take a poll to get an even greater, uh, question to see what, like, uh, how, how much it is. Cause th these are just people I'm around, but so far most of us have flat feet. Um, so yeah. Anyways, um, <clears throat> all right. Relating to others, <clears throat> your emotional pattern, sensitive, emotional, and sentimental. You are the most romantic of all the signs. More, moreover, you have a tender heart that can easily get hurt. And this gives you an instinctive understanding of the suffering of others. And because you are so gentle and compassionate, you make a caring partner, always ready to listen and to lend a helping hand with your kind nature and dreamy, idealistic approach to Real, two relationships, you can be influenced all too easily by other stronger and sometimes less scrupulous individuals who may take advantage of your tender heart. 
Criticism and harsh words deeply wound you and crush your spirit, truly. Quarrels and aggressive behavior, behavior of any kind literally make you feel ill, truly. I'm not kidding. This is so true for me. If you are caught in the crossfire of conflict, for example, a row in the family, your natural reaction would be to run away, find a job to do in another room, perhaps, or go for a long drive and hope that the storm will have blown itself out by the time you return. It is possible that others will interpret your withdrawal as pure petulance and accuse you of going into one of your sulks. In reality, disengaging yourself from the scenes of battle is simply your natural defense mechanism. Somewhat similar to burying your head in the sand. If you don't see it, it, it can't possibly be happening. So all is right again with the world. I did this a lot when I was younger, you guys, and it just, it does not work out. <laughs> Please don't do it. And I, you know, I, like I said, I did that a lot before I got hurt and had to really like, you know, I had therapy and stuff. I would just, you know, anything that makes me feel uneasy, overwhelmed, I just ignore the fuck out. I get away. I remove myself from it, but nothing is being fixed. And so therefore it would be there eventually like it was when I had to, you know, actually sit with myself and it exploded in my fucking face and everything. And it was just over, like overly overwhelming to deal with. And it's just not fun. And that's when I had to get therapy unless to get myself out of a fucking dark hole. Like I was in such a dark hole, you guys. I, I was at that point of really feeling like I don't know what else to do with myself. And I was just falling deeper. I wasn't getting out of bed. I was crying. I had my head under the covers the whole time. I didn't want to be around no one. I was, didn't want to be around my, at the time he was my boyfriend, which is my now husband. Didn't want to be around him, was snapping on him. It's amazing. He's still part of my life. I truly always tell him that. I'm like, it's just amazing how you stuck by me in such a dark time. And that's just because he's so supportive. And, uh, you know, I know I don't want to just put everything always to astrology or nothing, but that's why I fucking love Scorpios because I just feel like you guys fucking get it when it comes to like the really dark shit. You guys get it. And then he has a cancer moon, so he's so nurturing when it comes to that. And, you know, I just truly, he is part of the thing that healed me because he, he helps me see when I am being, you know, when I'm not on a good path, he brings that to my attention. And then it really makes me like, wow, like maybe he's right. Cause I'll, I'll notice it myself. And then I'm like, no, no, that can't be, but he'll really have me kind of look at it. It's like, Scorpios really help you to transform and really see the dark parts of yourself that no one else sees. No one else really noticed, but he did. So it's just, yeah, I, I, I can never say, I just, I really love my Scorpion husband and I just love Scorpios in general. My mom is a Scorpio as well. And I feel like she, as a woman has taught me to be an amazing woman because she will show me things that I may not think of, you know, as like transformation and everything. So, and very loving with it. So just be aware of that, like just, you know, running away from it, it doesn't fix anything. Okay. So for you desperately want a world that is nice and pleasant where people live in peace and harmony with each other, where there is no cruelty or suffering, but only love and compassion and empathy for one another. These are the qualities that you yourself are prepared to give. And these are the same qualities that you need a partner to offer 
to you. In addition, someone who will know how to boost your ego and encourage you to believe in yourself would be ideal. So exactly. Um, you need someone that is going to boost you. I mean, yeah, like boost your ego, encourage you to believe in yourself would be idea. You want someone that's supportive like that. Cause if you have someone that's tearing you down all the time, honey, it ain't going to work. It's not going to work at all. Okay. So how your Pisces moon relates to your partner's moon. So this goes through all 12 of the Zodiac moons. My hubby is a Cancer moon, so we'll see how that works out for me being a Pisces moon. <clears throat> and so, of course, you know, compare this to whatever your partner is to <clears throat> your partner's moon. So Pisces moon with an Aries moon, it says your tender feelings get short, sh- short shrift in this relationship. Since you find an Aries moon partner abrasive and impatient, passions are certainly steamy between you, but you can end up the one who gets seriously burnt. Uh, Pisces moon with a Taurus moon. With these two moon placements, there are potentially good spinoffs from one to the other. You two, therefore, could be very good for each other. Pisces moon with a Gemini moon. A Pisces moon is perhaps the most emotionally clinging of the moon signs. A Gemini moon is the most elusive. Neither has a true grasp of the other's feelings. And a Pisces moon with Cancer moon. It says moon and Pisces and Cancer produce gentle, caring people with a loving and affectionate nature. So there will be sharing feelings and understanding here. This is an ideal match. Um, Leo moon with the Pisces moon. Uh, Although on the surface, this might appear a strange combination, yet there is a great deal of romance and enchantment between you and your Leo moon partner that will bind you together. Hmm, I like it. Um, Virgo. Um... There is no doubt about friendship between you and your Pisces moon companion is sure is a sure bet. But when it comes to more intimate relationship, you may find that each soon loses patience with the other. Oh my God. If you hear my stomach, I'm sorry. I am not farting. Um, I'm just hungry, I guess. Um, all right. So Pisces moon with the Libra moon, both creative, both lovers of beauty, both needy of harmony and tranquility. Sex can be sweet and gentle between, between you. But ultimately, you will each blame the other for the faults of your own respective making. Scorpio moon with the Pisces moon. Emotionally, you two make an ideal match. Able to experience life's highs and lows with the same heart. You are magnetically drawn to each other. A brilliant liaison. Um, Pisces moon with the Sagittarius moon. Not the easiest of relationships because your Pisces moon is clingy and dependent. Whereas your partner's Sagittarius moon is freedom loving. Capricorn moon with the Pisces moon. Problems, problems, problems. Capricorn moons may be described as rock hard while Pisces moons are soft as putty. This equation simply does not add up. Aquarius moon with the Pisces moon. Aquarius moon coupled with Pisces moon is likely to produce a somewhat turbulent romantic union. Each of you, however, has immensely curiosity about what makes the other tick and the mystery will draw you together. And then a Pisces moon with a Pisces moon, a dreamy, idealistic, and blissful romance. In reality, you lack the necessary worldly practicality that is essential essential to keep body and soul together. So that is it for um, yeah, that's it for this book. And then now we're moving into our last book, um, <laughs> which is the. Uh, moon lines. So 
All right, let's see. So Pisces moon, your lunar profile. Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. It is a feminine water sign and is co-ruled by the planets Jupiter and Neptune. The moon in Pisces gives you extremely strong intuitive abilities. You are also emotionally sensitive. Creativity and an artistic eye are great, are of great benefits to you. You are very intuitive and can be easily influenced by emotional responses of others. Your empathy for the problems and difficulties of others can overload you. This ability can be, great, can be a great strength when used wisely and understand your control. If you overexpose yourself to negative emotions, you may need to seek seclusion to protect yourself. You can be defenseless against an onslaught of psychological pressure from others. Always be aware of the degree to which you are open to the outside world. By, the to- by this time in life, you have probably learned to trust your instincts. Instinctual information is quite accurate if you are receptive to the truth. So many times the information gleaned from intuitive sources is molded and shaped by desires. You are extremely sen- sensitive and take others' opinions to heart. This makes you easily influenced and susceptible to the manipulation of others. You are the first to cry at movies and disasters reported in the evening news can leave you distraught. You are truly a hopeless romantic. Emotional sensitivity allows you to be more receptive to the words and deeds of others. You feel more deeply than the other moon signs. This magnum level of sensory perception is confusing. Especially in a romantic situation, it's very important to look at this person or perspective relationship with severe honesty. Uh, you can be idealistic, and if you live in the dream world for too long, you may delude yourself about the real world. Take advantage of your intuitive abilities. Listen to your inner voice when first meeting someone. Your first impression will probably be accurate. In conversion, your inner voice speaks to you about that person's integrity. Compassion is very strong in you. This is a wonderful quality, but you must be careful not to let others take advantage of your compassionate nature. A heartfelt story might persuade you when logical means would not. Yes. Be careful of that Pisces moons because we do. Like when someone when someone is like giving me a sob story, I have to really try to d- decipher like, I mean, I'm innocent to proven guilty. But if it's someone that when someone keeps saying the same sob story because they know that it works on your heart, that kind of starts to give me a red flag. You know, kind of like, are you kind of trying to take advantage of me? Kind of like. You know, your intuition will, like, light up, you know, so let me take another drink. My voice is getting hoarse. Okay. Uh, Okay, so spirituality is another of your admirable qualities. Emotional sensitivity easily connects you to your spirit. This connection is demonstrated through your intuition. Compassion plays a big part in your spirituality as well. All of these qualities are brought to fruition through your willingness to care about and help others. This is where your idealistic beliefs are of great benefit. If the world would be shaped in the perfect image of idealistic dreams, then you would be a true prophet. So that is just, you know, again, we're very spiritual. Like if you're not spiritual as a Pisces moon, I don't know how you're living your truth because like spirituality and connecting to God, you know, God universe, whatever you believe in, but connecting to God for me, it just really brings me peace and serenity to be honest. Like just spirituality is everything to me. It's everything for my sanity, for my soul. 
I, you know, I can't live without it. So yeah. All right. So it says influences on the Pisces moon personality, meaning that you guys, this is about moon transits. So uh, it's not about your partner or, you know, anything else. It's just about how our personalities are affected by the transiting moons. So this, of course, goes through all of the 12 moon signs or um, zo- all 12 <laughs> zodiac signs. So, of course, starting first, moon- Pisces moon personality and the Aries moon. In this fire moon, you will have more control over your emotions. The strong influences you receive from the Aries moon engenders fierce independence. This coupled with the feeling of independence you receive from your intuition promotes a sense of freedom and self-reliance. You may find yourself drawn to a challenge during this moon or may become bored with regimented activities. Start demanding and challenging projects that require a firm commitment. You are emotionally energized and better equipped to deal with emotional commitments and difficulties. Your romantic energies are intensified. It's easier to relate to your partner, especially on the subject of amour. Those who attract you most in this moon will probably be the most difficult to capture. Your mate could keep you undiv- uh, keep your undivided attention by pretending to be aloof and uninterested. Watch your needs closely and try not to get carried away with the pursuit of something or someone you only chase for the challenge. So I actually love to be in an Aries moon. Um, because not only did I like manifest and had a blessing last year under it, um, it just, I get so much like energy. I get like, woo, like, like I can just like, like it said, like my emotions don't really like they're in control at that time. They're not all over the place compared to when I'm in a, like when the moon is in Pisces, I am just a mess. When the moon is in Scorpio, it's my shit's very intense. And then when the moon is in cancer I'm, I'm kind of okay but I, I'm definitely a little bit more flip-floppy so I don't know we'll see what this says but that's how like Aries and Moon I really feel good I think that's because it's like linking to like my sun sign too and my raising maybe even um okay so Pisces Moon personality and the Taurus Moon the Taurus Moon is probably the most grounded moon for the Pisces Moon personality the Taurus Moon will add earthly stability to your emotions you are apt to feel more secure in all aspects of your life Especially in your relationship, emotional security spawns a safe opportunity to investigate and deal with the otherwise emotionally charged issues. You are less likely to have your feelings hurt. Emotional work is easiest when the risk of injury is low. Sabrina is an intuitive counselor and friend. Through an intuitive connection enhanced by the Pisces moon, her understanding of another person's feelings is clear and useful. In Taurus moon... Sabrina can handle anything I tell her. Much of her information comes from intuition. She feels what I feel in other moons. Sabrina is more likely to shed tears with me. The Taurus moon is not a time to start and finish anything that, re- that relies on a flash of intense energy. This moon is slow and, meth- and methodical. Things started now will be long-lasting and influential in your life. Use this to your advantage by putting desirable new habits in place. Only begin what you want to become habitual. This is a good time to commune with your life partner. You will desire closeness and affection. Take advantage of this chance for intimacy. A cozy evening in a quiet moonlit garden would do wonders for your love life. Ooh, I love that. That sounds nice. So I'm going to start, you know, like using, like really using that aspect. I love, and I think the, the moon should be in Taurus pretty soon because, hmm, I should check that today. Um... 
Because I know the moon was on the uh, 19th. So we should either be toward the end of Aries or we should be getting, getting ready to move forward to um, Taurus. Which makes sense because I've been doing, a, I've been getting a lot of shit done um, after the moon sign, after the Pisces moon. So <laughs> makes sense why I've been on the go so much. Anyways, Pisces moon personality and the Gemini moon. The split personality of Gemini moon will cause you to experience a greater separation between your inner and outer selves. In other words, you may want to conceal your emotions and to promote a certain ego-based image. This split in your personality could become very interesting. It will be a good opportunity to examine what you choose to hide from others. These are the things the ego tries to protect. Communication will take on new importance. You may find yourself very interested in what others have to say. This feeling will be further amplified by your intuition because you use it to judge a person's integrity. One irritant of this moon is the inability to stay focused on a given topic for an extended period of time the airy influences of the gemini moon will cost you to be flighty in your thoughts and emotions don't be surprised if you're if you contemplate a change in address or rearrange the furniture pisces moon personality in the cancer moon this water moon is comfortable for the pisces moon personality the cancer moon will intensify your intuitive prowess you should feel strong emotionally. The domestic feeling of this moon will add a sense of security and provide an opportunity to look inside and pinpoint emotional difficulties. Sensitive uh, feelings indicate unresolved issues. Lower your defenses in order to examine the source of your insecurities. Use your intuition in your dealings with others. This moon will let you tune in to others at an unusually intense level. You will nurture the people closest to you. This will come from a deep instinctual understanding of their emotional needs. This message are this message are always present, but you may not always be open to them. This moon lowers the barriers and allows you to make an intuitive connection. Sabrina is very open during the Cancer Moon. She understands the story I relate even when I'm not very clear. In this moon, she often becomes emotionally involved in my story. She empathetically connects with me and feels what I am feeling. Pisces moon personality in the Leo moon. The, this fire moon will forge the strength of self-confidence. Your emotions will be held in check. You will be more confident and in control due, due in part to your decreased dependence on others. Although connections with others are very important, you will focus on your own needs, increase self-awareness, a feeling of security, and reduced emotional stress breeds self-confidence and control over your life. You may want to brag about your accomplishment. This should not be too surprising because the lion's energies will make you feel that you deserve to be at the center of attention. A friend of mine, Bill, has a Pisces moon. That's not me. That's the book. <laughs> he likes to beat his chest over his accomplishments, even the lucky ones in the Leo moon. Do not run from love. This is a great moon to rekindle the flames of romance in relationship. Show your mate that fiery passion of Leo and you will be pleased with the results. The relationship will be fulfilling because your partner will reflect what is received from you. If you feel with your emotions, your partner will also feel safe. Your rom romantic feelings will, imp will impassion your mate and the love relationship you share. This is not a great time, however, to initiate a new romance in your life if you expect it to last. The Leo moon's fiery energy makes lasting personal contact connections difficult okay pisces moon personality with in the virgo moon this could be a trying moon for you because virgo is opposite your needle sign of pisces 
You may feel sluggish and depleted. The Virgo moon is an earth moon, which aids in the grounding of your energy reservoirs, which energy levels down your emotions could take a beating. Be aware of your responses to outside stimuli. It's difficult to keep your shields up if you are, if you are feeling drained. Shields refer to a process of surrounding yourself with white light as a block or a shield against receiving incompatible or unacceptable energies from others. This moon may influence you to be particular about almost everything and may cause you to be detail-oriented. Your critical faculties may, dec- may create difficult moments in relationships. However, self-analysis <clears throat> is easier to accomplish. You will not be as easily moved by the truth, be it good or bad. As a result, you can accept and understand reality. If you have a detailed task to perform or need to be critical, this moon will be a wonderful time to accomplish your goals. The picky nature of Virgo will support you and motivate you in these tasks. Okay, so uh, Pisces moon, personality, and the Libra moon. <clears throat> Charm and personality are the best words for this moon. Libra is an air moon and will have you talking with everybody. Your natural intuition will give you the insight to discern the true message of others while your charm and wit disarms them. This is a great moon for furthering a relationship. The Libra moon is notorious for the inability to make decisions. For this reason, you may find spontaneity difficult. Once someone else has set the course, you will have no trouble following. A problem arises when Bill and I are together and neither of us can decide what to do or when to go. In a Libra moon, there are too many choices and too much time. We are useless. The Libra moon will have quite a romantic effect on you. You are a hopeless romantic anyway, and this moon will emphasize this trait and throw in a good dose of charisma to really get things rolling. Take a weekend trip to a favorite romantic spot and work on your love relationship, but plan this vacation in in the Taurus moon. You are extremely self-aware right now meditate on your inner strengths and weaknesses focusing on moments of emotional stress will pinpoint the real problem pisces moon personality in the scorpio moon the scorpio moon is an intense water moon though you will feel almost as content as in your needle moon the difference will be passion the scorpio moon will highlight that certain alluring magnetism which is sometimes hidden you won't go unnoticed you will have the complete attention of your mate part of this attraction is caused by your heightened intuitive abilities the ability to sense another's needs can be an attractive quality if used to your advantage it's helpful to use your instinctual knowledge when um, extracting the real meaning from spoken words sometimes people have a hard time saying what they mean or are too embarrassed to speak intimately Notice your strong reactions to emotional situations in the Scorpio moon. Intensity is a Scorpio trademark. Emotions will be more pronounced than usual, which creates an opportunity to identify emotional difficulties. The increased magnitude will make it easier to distinguish subtle differences in your feelings and possibly relieve some confusion. Okay, so... Um, Pisces moon personality in the Sagittarius moon. This is a congenial, upbeat fire moon. You won't experience a great deal of worry during this moon. Indeed, you have an opportunity to enjoy yourself, kick back and relax, do whatever strikes your fancy, throw a party or find one, meet with friends and hang out. Sense of connection with the general flow of things is important. You don't have to fortitude to buck the system during the Sagittarius moon. 
It's best to follow the general direction in which life leads you. You always have options. Right now, it's just easiest to sit back and let life happen. You may feel uncomfortable in lively group situations, although this moon will bring out the extrovert hidden deep within. You may be uncomfortable. You see yourself as an inwardly focused person. Try to let go. You will be the life of the party if you turn yourself loose. Pisces moon personality in the Capricorn moon. Material security stru structure and practical matters will concern you in this moon. If you are already in a secure lifestyle, you will probably feel comfortable. If not, you may feel very ill at ease. Be active in pursuing your goals at home and with your personal finances. This isn't the best time for a, for a romantic interlude. You may feel too calculating for spontaneous passion and intimacy to develop. However, if you are excited about developing financial plans and preparing for your retirement, this moon will be exhilarating. Setting a structure in place to build upon later will be worthwhile. Work on the details of the, of the addiction, addition to the house or design this year's garden. Any um, activity in or around the home that adds value promotes security. Be careful with emotional encounters. Your unusual sense of detachment may not leave the best first impression. The grounding nature of this moon will make it difficult to intuitively connect with others. Therefore, it is easier to make desires for instinctual messages. Pisces moon personality and the Aquarius moon. This air moon will heighten your mental abilities and leave you incapable of emotional communication you will draw attention to yourself with mental agility and conversational prowess you will not have any trouble with socializing at a party you can easily move from conversation to conversation but don't expect to make any deep emotional connections aquarian emotions are well cloaked and only a select few ever get a glimpse this doesn't mean you have to give in just be aware of the difficulties others will have seeing your true self you may have difficulty in looking at your inner self as well, the Aquarius moon excels at hiding emotions from the world, but it's best at hiding them from you. This can be difficult since you are not according, not used to being severed from your emotions. Use this period of emotional detachment to your advantage. A difficult situation can be approached with relatively safety. This is especially useful when your previous souls have been procrastination and avoidance. This doesn't mean you will be free of emotion. There will, there will be ample opportunity to get in touch with your feelings this moon will help you set them aside for now the emotions you ignore will arise again during the pisces moon and pisces moon per personality and the pisces moon your natal water moon will make you feel as though your emotions are back to normal your intention it, your intuition is working well and your emotions are running smoothly give yourself an emotional checkup Wow, I'm, I'm like really sensitive during this time though for me, I guess. Make time for your partner. The Pisces moon is the perfect time for, for romance. It is an ideal time for intimate moments such as cuddling by a fire or talking quietly under the full moon. Should you take a trip, don't worry about finances. This moon doesn't naturally emphasize the material world. After all, romance is always fun, more fun than practicality. Since practical matters may be out of reach for the next few days, focus on intu intuition. There will be many things you just know. It is not necessary to explain the source of this knowledge. Just trust it. Be aware. Be receptive to psychic impressions. And be honest enough with yourself to discern the difference between instinct and desire. So, you guys, that is pretty much it for the opening season of the Needle Pisces Moon. 
I hope you all enjoyed it. And of course, there will be more where that came from. I will be, of course, doing episodes of the Pisces Moon Sex and Relationship as well as Pisces Moon Health and Wellness. Um, I also will be having some bonus episodes as well as I will be working on the place, the prosperity placements, um, for the episode that will probably drop tomorrow and the moon sign eating for your moon signs and stuff. So I hope you guys had a wonderful, wonderful morning and I love you guys so much. Stay safe and really use this time to heal and receive. Love you so much. My stomach is yelling at me. I have to go eat and then I got to work out and do some other good stuff. But you guys have a wonderful day. Bye.